Oh, you don't want to hear me say holy fucking fuckballs? <laughs> I mean, we just did, so... <laughs> Does or, the world need to hear that? No. I've only recently learned what my actual voice sounds like through my implant, so I'm amused. Well, that's something I've actually learned from doing this as well, and mm -hmm. my conclusion is that I sound like I'm permanently exhausted. I was always wondering, that's why I always ask if you're okay or not. <laughs> See, and my response is, when I remember the first time I heard myself recorded, I, or, or, I, I shuddered because I'm like, oh my god, I sound so fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so and that's what made you gay? No, not what made me gay. What made me realize, like, I'm like, I don't hit it in my own checkboxes. I hear from others, like, oh, fuck, I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, sweetie. I heard you open your mouth at Anthrocon that one year, and a purse fell out, and all the Liberace <laughs> went And I'm like, and he had, oh, my God. I could, he would totally be on the, on the Toaster Points Punch Challenge. Hooray, I'm the only one. Oh, I'm sorry. This is showing how old I am and, and how dated of a movie I'm from. Uh, so Toaster Points was the joke of um, breaking the Christian boy or breaking in the virgin in the gay community. It was the Toaster Points. And breaking the religious experience was, was significantly bonus points towards your toaster. This shows you I grew up in a very rural area because this thing was that joke was outdated in the nineties and I and it was actually still viable for a long time for me. Oh god, I'm old. It's a serval. Hooray, we can still do our opening. They summoned me to be here. How the hell did they do that? They offered me gin. And then I had to bring my own. No. I brought my own anyway. I brought my own top. Which happened to come with gin. Well, I still have whiskey, so you have. You, mm -hmm. Yes, I have my tears distilled. Mm -hmm. Insert Lady Gaga joke about whiskey mouth and brown south. What do I need that for? No beer. No, thank you. Not if I'm drinking liquor. Fair. If you wish it. A, a beer is beer, but liquor is quicker. Oh no 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 no! I'm not doing any of that high flutin shit. <laughs> he's, he's just gonna start crying. Those so, tears. uh, Serval. What was the accounting error percentage? Uh, there wasn't. You oh, you need that entire bottle. Hmm? You need that entire bottle. Yeah, exactly. Because after that level of precision, you need that bottle. <laughs> Someone gets it. Should we should we ruin Turbo? With a stash. Oh. Of you know what? Oh. This? Yes. Oh, not my wish. What is it aged in? The fact that I, I, actually, took no, I actually took vacation days for this convention. I only have 1,133 vacation days left after this convention. Oh. Only. You're not going to short yourself, are you? I don't know. <laughs> no, today counts. This is, I took one vacation day for this. But of course, we do it in weeks, so I'm off this week. I, I committed blackmail to my boss to tell him if he didn't give me the day off that we were going to have words and those words. Oh, you're giving it to me. I am quick. I did, man. I, 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 the question becomes, is this actually distilled water, or is it the finest grade moonshine available from Northern Virginia? <laughs> um, or it could be vodka from my personal stash. When would I access your personal stash of vodka? Do I look like I have fucking magical teleportation powers that I can just like randomly appear in your liquor cabinet and go, hey, this is Ash's favorite vodka. How about I just fucking steal some because I'm a disrespectful asshole.
Because I think it will be for Spark. Mm, are we? Actually, no, I kind of want to start this without him, then he can take it. Then, we, then, then a furry, you can hand it back over to Spark. Okay, so shall we attempt to get this thing started? Yep. Sure. Pornography. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Welcome to another special episode of Teeth and Typefaces. Excrement Authors Articulate. You messed it up already. Yeah. He's drunk. No, I'm not. Not yet. He's not drunk. drunk. I'm not drunk. <laughs> we I fix this. Sloppy drunk. That one was I, he's sloppy a really drunk. sloppy drunk. I mean, he just says things, and then years um, later, I use them to blackmail him. Mm-hmm. I use them to blackmail me for crying out loud. <laughs> Can confirm. So, okay, let's try that again. Welcome to another special episode of Teeth and Typefaces. Excrement. Authors. Articulate. Brought, uh, brought to you by... Uh, the letter G. <laughs> because that's not what this recording is rated. <laughs> This special episode is done a little bit differently. We are invading another podcast stream because Sparf is currently not here. Also because fuck you, that's why. We love you, Sparf. Yes. Uh, we actually are up for review. We are here stealing the podcast and running this panel. Well, panel. And having fun. Where are we right now? You there, silent one. We are at Furthermore 2019. It is the Feast of St. Patrick, the patron saint of persecution. The patron saint of persecution. Indeed, I can't the do Reverend Moore. The anti-patron saint of scalies. And yes. also a great excuse to have, you know, boiled cabbage. Mm-hmm. And yes. disgusting green beer. <laughs> you, you know, can't, I cannot... My mother's Irish, and she we looks at green, we look at green beer, and we go, "Why, why did you ruin perfectly good green, green food coloring?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it's better than that coffee flavored beer. Well, hair. that does taste green. It makes you green. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. To be fair, green. we did visit that brewery on Thursday, and they were making the green beer. Anyway, American before, bourgeois pig dogs. Before the descent into madness. Uh, resumes. Who do we have here? Starting with... Hi! Apparently they've somehow managed to convince me Asheville is going to show up somewhere because they had gin and tonic and somebody else who understood my humor. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Husky Tear and Ash has just made me a gin and tonic and it is very fine. <laughs> I'm Alkani. I'm not really here. <laughs> I'm TJ Mind. I am really here. Hey, I'm Mog Moogle. I'm a Moogle. I do Moogle things. I'm I just sit here and impersonate someone who might write and edit things. Hi, I'm Skunkfun. I'm supposed to say something here, but I'm not sure what. <laughs> I am Cameo. <laughs> See me, Cameo. <laughs> I'm JD. I... No. I'm the silent one, so Ash gets to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> JD, I write and hybridize. Yay! Woo! Yay! Right. And then there was much rejoicing. Yay! <laughs> Yay. So, good con? 
Yes. Yes, definitely. Well, and I clearly didn't make all you guys hate me with the terrible writing track. That wasn't terrible. That, that, yeah, that was fantastic. What do you mean terrible? A writing track replete with furry James Bond puns. <laughs> he tried so hard to come up with those. It was adorable and fantastic and lovely across the board. They were good. JD, I give you a solid A. And being as I've organized over a dozen writing tracks, you can you can have your A. Giannis approves as well. I'm watching you from afar. <laughs> I can imagine I'm every turned. step you take, they'll be watching you. <laughs> I imagine I'm about as red as my soda right now. <laughs> are you going to be uh, for uh, next year? Are you going to be coming up with uh, title puns based on the theme for next year? Well, I kind of figured that was a requirement. It is. <laughs> we we already came up with one or two really really good ones on the way out to dinner tonight. We, like, we already know sci-fi uh, has to be there, and we know so horror has to be, because in space no one can hear you scream. So mad I couldn't go to that. So you do know that Giannis and I are both going to be here next year. Really? Ooh. So if they don't have the guest of honor yet, we know who to try to finagle. Uh, we're, I'm going to be in the dealer's room, but I will, Giannis and I will both be here next year. Okay, so grab Giannis. That works. He's so done we need more copies of Pulp. Yes. Got it. We have 50. <laughs> we, have a, we still have a lot, too. Yes. But it's the trick-or-treats yes. that we can't always keep a hold of. He'll be happy to hear that. That was one of his favorites to work through. I think I heard the word fucking fuckballs about 20 times every time you open the file. <laughs> <laughs> what, did someone send another ODT file? <laughs> Worse. TXT. Oh! oh! That would have been a rejection. Oh. <laughs> 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 shit life. fucker. <laughs> it was a very well-known author who was stressing out and having problems. All right. Okay. Okay, so this year's kink panel was Thunderballs. Yes. Ooh. So next year's should be Spaceballs. <laughs> Spaceballs the panel. Spaceballs the convention. Spaceballs the con chair. <laughs> I thought it was just space the con chair. Base. We are going to need an airlock for this next next year's theme, just so we can push bad ideas out the airlock and the authors who come up with them. Oh, so in other words, me, gotcha. No, 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 I have a list. Would you like me to read it alphabetical? <laughs> Should we prepare the soundboard? <laughs> he has one. Although not with this program. Yeah, so no Wilhelm. Just, just wait. Look at him, he's grinning already. He's like, oh man, I can't wait to edit this. <laughs> it's going to be like, everything's out of context. So basically, the, 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 the title of this podcast should be wait, free minute, minute, context, so just keep it moving. Got it. We had context to start with. Sometimes. You almost got one from one of the tweets. There's a picture with it. Well, that's because it wasn't funny without the picture. No, that, that, the picture made it funny. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and that's what you guys said to me. It's like, oh, you gave it context. And it's like, yeah, but it's not funny if you don't have that information. Mm -hmm. No, no, not your shirt. It was the uh, dinner, the blurry picture. Oh, I didn't see that yet. Oh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's fantastic. <clears throat> Though if you follow the Husketeer's account, you see what the context is like moments later. But... Shrug. Sorry about that. No, don't no, apologize. It's, it's fantastic. 
people search the hashtag, they won't get the, they won't get the context. They'll just <laughs> see that post. I of course like that one of the first things with that the hashtag is me just with my head in my hands flipping you off. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, no, no. It was actually you're flipping me off because I was going to make you accept his award. I was going to make you say things. Yes. Which award? Uh, the Leos. Oh, yeah. he, he actually won the Leo. Last, uh, oh, bottom to toe. Yes. Yep. Nice. Or, or, or top to bottom. bottom. Or top to bottom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whichever. Yeah. Or bottoming. Or bottoming. Uh, Switch. Doesn't matter. No, but congratulations. I did not know that. I've been a little out of the loop. That's fine. You've been kind of yeah. busy. Uh, my my life consists of constantly t- crushing people's hopes and dreams. It's it's wonderful. But I always forget whose dreams I've crushed. <laughs> I, I love JD's hat. So for those of you who can't see, JD is wearing a RAR hat. Rawr. The irony of that hat is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> and he actually plans to wear it to RAR. Good. Oh, please do. It may have been bought with that in mind. Give me a RAR. RAR. No, both. Because he, 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 if, if we're able to go to both, we're going to both. And then you can't go to the original one. Yeah, no, you would really have to go to the alumni meet with me, which means Giannis and I will be sitting there looking at everyone judgmentally. Because <laughs> we're so good, he and I, at being, you know, just judgmental of everyone around us. I, uh, I want to hear what everyone's, like, favorite moments are from this con. Or, like, memorable moments, at least. Um, mine didn't happen. Well, okay, like, <clears throat> I'm really sorry that, like, I ruined that meetup with that person. Like, that's totally my fault, and I didn't mean to walk into the bathroom at the wrong moment, okay? <laughs> I, didn't realize, I didn't realize that you had a public fetish thing going on, okay? And I'm really, really sorry, but it did at least look kind of hot to see you bent over that way with your arms akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, honey, it was. Good. <laughs> And then I killed the room. Yeah. No, 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 that was... When you killed the room, you slayed. It was fan-fucking-tastic. And it didn't happen. We need a clack-clack sound fan effect here. You don't have your, hand, you don't have your, your fan for once? Oh! I left it in the bum, room. Bum, 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 bum. here. what was your favorite moment? Oh, I, I have quite a serious one to kill the buzz. I, I had somebody I didn't know come up to me and say that they were a fan of my work and that I had influenced their persona choice it was part husky and I nearly did a cry, I was really moved. Aww. All together now. One, two, three. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> you there, what was your favorite point of the comic? Stairs. All the books, got it, okay. Yes. We, we were pointing at Cameo, by the way, for the Here's how you can tell it's cameo. How about when I I repressed the urge to shout out during, I think it was the characters panel, Ryan Campbell and Koa. (laughs) When you were all talking about Kyle Gold and I was just like, what about? But I didn't want to make you take a drink. (laughs) You know what, just for that. (laughs) actually coming up with the drinking game and actually rolling with it while made Saturday very interesting. No, no, it was Friday when that happened. Uh, Friday when it started. Yeah, yeah it started Friday. Yeah, that was... Crisis yeah. soon. 
day. Well, <laughs> do we want to reveal the uh, the rules of said drinking game for those listening, or is that something we want to keep? Any any objection? So the writers. I, well, first of all, <laughs> we, <laughs> this may be this may be podcast without context, but uh, for this one we would give you context. This is my first year um, as co-writing track lead here at Furthermore with a significant otter who isn't here. Who had to abandon? Who abandoned us? On three, one, two, three. Boo. Now he's gonna like really think that we don't like. Him. <laughs> 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 but yes, we do love Otter. But what's the problem when you're writing track lead is you bring in all these interesting people, and you actually want to hear what they have to say, but. You don't want to be seen as, you know, ooh, I'm trying to make sure everything is going to go right and blah, blah, blah. My initial thought was, I have fox masks, and I was just going to wear those. But there's a problem. I wear glasses, and they fog up terribly. So instead, spur of the moment, right before the first panel, I come up with a drinking game. And we've been doing it all weekend. Please drink responsibly. Yes. Sometimes we were playing Please with days. coffee or water. <laughs> Other times we were not being responsible at all. No, it's, it's always juice. It's lovely, delicious. No, 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 no. Juice. I got it at the Grape bar. juice. Grain <laughs> juice. <laughs> Juniper juice. Yes. So do we want to do we want to actually give these rules further context or just read the rules? Okay, rules. I want to know why I was not informed of these rules before you made me sit on a panel. <laughs> I, okay, I'm not the most talkative person, duh. And sometimes you may have been had, scared of... You had, and I was still scared of you, I'm slowly losing it. And you said you were going to be occupied, so I forgot to invite you to that chat. It's okay, I forgive you this time. Just next year, next year I won't forget. Yeah, don't do it again, or else he's gonna put like a weird demon in your oven that burns everything. <laughs> I won't. I, I literally have to see the oven to install the demon. What? No, I thought you had remote capabilities now. <laughs> no, no, I didn't pay my upgrade fees to the celestial cat god, so I lost my 2019 privileges to remote demonic summoning. But I'll see what I can do about that. Thank you. Can you? Uh, can it work if you were doing it telepathically through Ori, though? Yes. Considering she and I both have the, the books of Solomonic demons memorized multiple ways. Of course. So, so did I hear that demon it, it's fine, but it won't do rainbow trout? That is the demon in Sparks Oven, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to questions. Do we actually want to give these rules further reference, or just go with the rules? Just, give the, just give the rules. So, the initial rules, which have been modified as the con went on. You take a shot... For any sort of tea bags re- uh, reference, I got canned. Oh my god, yes, because we would have died. Someone gets Kyle. <laughs> you get two shots if that someone is JD. <laughs> There's a shout out for the Furry Writers Guild. That one got canned because, yes. again, we would have died. Um, Husky, to a shout out. Buy my book. 
I don't have a question, but it's more a comment. So, oh. did you can that one? Because how are any of you alive? We switched to soda or coffee or water. Oh so my God, I'm telling the story of the Penguin Man on this podcast. <laughs> you Then we added down a drink if an ice cream, if the ice cream scoop is brandished. Unfortunately, from my understanding, it stayed in the room, so that never happened. It is here, but never was brandished. Um, oh, it's actually. Oh, sorry. A question not related to the panel topic was the shot. The uh, was the say, was the take a shot. The down a drink was not really a question, but more a comment. So we would have been dead. <laughs> I'm telling the penguin man story. Yes. Um, this one was one was a specific one for one panel when there are more con attendees than alumni in the RAR panel. Sorry, Serval. I mean, I don't know why they apologized. They all had to drink. <laughs> Clearly they wanted to fucking drink, so whatever. An audience member thinks they're on the panel. Uh, sorry, guys. I made you guys do that at the kink panel. I'm sorry. You're a panelist. No, I wasn't. I was yeah, a guest are. star. You're a panelist. <laughs> you are a guest the backdoor panelist. Oh, my. Um, if there's a very specific question or inquiry... Uh, sorry, about a, a, sorry, a very specific question about a, the Inquirer's story or story elements. Again, if we were rolling that with that, we would have died on the fantasy panel. Okay, Mr. Mustache one. Okay, it's two. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Drink Forever, and in my, in my thoughts, because this is four panels. Um, the final rule, Drink Forever if Serval is exposed to teabags, which at the time of the rules was something that he had never been exposed to. Yep, so that rule is forever invalidated. No, it's <laughs> we all still we all still lived. We 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 lived to tell the tale. You have not been exposed. Because things oh, yeah. ne- that, that that never happened. Oh yeah, that's true. Chapter eight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're not worth it. Oh my. Um Oh, I just thought of well no, I don't want to go there. Okay. Chapter 36. <laughs> so, oh, I guess. Uh, I, 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 oh, sorry. I was going to ask a penguin guy? Penguin yeah, yeah, penguin yeah, yeah, yeah. So these, these, are story. Story. these are stories from the archives of many years ago, a, a little, a, a small convention that is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania called Anthrocon. Very tiny convention. Most of you haven't heard of it. And when Ori, uh, formerly known as Bunny, was, was the lead writing track panel and I was her assistant, we had a man who would attend all... 49 hours of writing programming. See, we used to do our writing programming back then where we would start at 8 in the morning and there was a panel beginning at every hour on the hour in the same room and Ori and I never left the room. Oh, wow. People would bring us food. Wow. Uh, and we had the penguin man who always sat in the front row to the right. And he would tell us and ask us questions constantly regardless of the topic of the panel about his story which is a retelling of 8-Bit Theater, where Black Mage was a penguin. Now, none of us ever bothered to learn his name. (laughs) All we knew was he was the penguin man. And he would ask us how to write his book, his masterpiece that he one day planned to present to a publisher. So, there is a point to this whole story. But that is the penguin man story of when someone asks an off-topic question. Because we would be asked questions in our setting panel about dialogue, in our dialogue panel about setting, in our character panel about, in our character panel about 
conflict in our conflict panel about character, and it never seemed to make sense. We couldn't predict where the question would be. Um, he did this for seven years, and the problem is we would stop calling on him, and he would just keep. At, he would just ask the questions. So yes, that was the Penguin Man. Um, he eventually submitted the book to uh, publish to an actual mainstream publisher. Uh, Del Rey, actually, because it was a friend of mine from college who ended up being the person to send him the nice letter of no. <laughs> he responded back with a handwritten letter. <gasps> oh, wow. That's the last I ever heard of it. Was it I, in green ink? No. <laughs> no, no. She did say it might have read better if it had been in crayon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But yes, that, that is the how are you all alive because I lived with that one and I don't know how, I, I watched writing panels for so many years where it's, so I know you may cover this elsewhere, <laughs> but I have a piece and I'm writing and I want to know how to properly, yeah, so that's my story. So, so the reason why, like that one, so I submitted three of the rules to the, for the drinking game. And the reason why that rule got submitted is because in the writing groups panel last year at Anthrocon, oh god, there there was like we were talking about writing groups. I think this was the writing groups panel. Yes. Yeah, yep. We were we were sitting in the writing groups panel and talking about that, and I had a nice outline which I wish I could find again, but I can't. Oh, um, and what ended up happening was a guy, you know, he he raised his hand, had a question, he got called on. I think you pointed him out, TJ. Because I think you were on the panel, mm -hmm. so you pointed him out, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, please ask, ask your question. And he's like, he goes on to ask this very long, very specific question that is clearly about the very specific thing that he is working on writing and a very specific challenge that he has. Did it begin with the phrase "In what way"? I don't remember actually. All I remember is Sir will shut him down. Mutton chops? No, no. Okay, no, no. then it was not Mr. Mustachio. No. <laughs> No, but basically what happened is, like, they were asking this question, and I was waiting for, like, how is this related to writing groups? And at one point I just said, okay, I'm going to stop you right there, or, like, hold on just a second. This is a panel about writing groups. That question does not have to do with writing groups. However, there is another panel that you can ask that question at, at and I think I sent them to the fantasy panel, <laughs> which is what JD and Kyle ended up doing. So the guys showed up at their panel, but the point is I basically said, we're talking about basically writing groups, so if you have a question about writing groups, we can answer that, but there are other panels to answer your question, or you can approach us after the panel. He's like, oh, okay, and then he like, and left. Yeah, then he left. I got so nervous at one point during this con because I tried to pull a U, Nowhere near as 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 eloquently. Yeah, because you have to use the dad voice. It's not just. He's <laughs> never going to be able to do that. No. <laughs> I, I I do have a call center voice, and I do have that. I've, I'm a supervisor. You here's your fucking answer. Go the fuck away. Because I'm sorry, you still scream choir boy, man. Like, I I can't take you seriously with authority because you still look like a choir boy. I almost want to try to turn on the call center voice and try to say, no, "This is your answer," but I can't do it because you're you. <laughs> I don't understand why you all think I'm so. Oh, wait, no, wait, it's, wait. it's okay. So part of it is still carryover. Is to I still I know you're nowhere near as intimidating as I actually thought you were. And yet, because it's yeah. still there. It that takes a while to get over. So it's it's like what Kyle once said to I think it was me. It's like it, at the end of all things, like I'm I'm just a person. Yeah. 
to one of the sweetest, most patient people I know. That man has to be a saint. Saint Bulbas. Yeah, living five strangers literally live in your house for a week for RAR. That man has to be a living saint. And kid. And kid. Oh, kid is not kid is not just a saint. The man is, you know, a, a small god for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Have you heard about uh, you? You obviously know about the hats. Yes. Have you heard the story about what happened relating to the hats at that week of RAR? No. I'm not using names, but this is obviously marked because we're going to cut this one out. Uh, no, this story's been told before. It yeah, was, I agree yes. said it, though. It's been told before here. I don't think Husky's heard the story. Oh. No, it's been told on podcast it's been before, told so on, no, it no was, need to was, tell uh, the story. It was told at Anthrocon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was told with names. It's been told with names because he laughs now because he realizes how or, I'll just like, oh my god, okay. I'm just so dumb. But, uh, actually, you probably tell the story better because you were there. Oh, I got to watch it. Y'all just... Yana Sparf and I are literally having popcorn and going, this is fun. <laughs> story time, story time. So, uh, RAR, RAR 1 was a huge club. It was a fun class. It was a re- Actually, I was originally not supposed to go. I was an alternate because I had not really been pop writing anymore. I had been doing a lot of editing, but I was I was the alternate, so I got to go. And um, Giannis, Sparf, and I are there. Uh, Skunk is there. And then our other classmate is there, whose name I will skip because I'm being nice um, for now. You can look it up on the alumni website. What alumni website? Exactly. Um, and he, <laughs> Twitter. At the longest time, he, uh, um, he did not. He had not quite put together Tim Sussman, Kyle Gold, and Sparf goes, "Hi, Tim." And we got to see his brain go. Dunk. What? Well. And suddenly, the pile of books for Kyle to sign doubles, <laughs> and poor Kyle is going. <laughs> my hand, you own everything I've ever written. How did you fit this in your luggage? <laughs> and it, it was literally just, it was fun watching someone's reality just warp when they realized that. That, I, I, I didn't, I don't remember hearing that. What I remember hearing is, oh, I love Kyle Gold's work. Tim Sussman's, on the other hand. Oh, that happened too. That was the lead up to it. It was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of us all knew when we were like, oh, this is going to get messy. Quietly cringing. Three of them. Meanwhile, three of the five knew. I did not know until I was on my uh, one-on-one meeting with Ryan when he mentioned Tim. So I think so many things just go way over my head, but at least I didn't make that oh, boo-boo. Oh, oh, sweetie, so many things go over your head. <laughs> there are so many things, that, jokes that you missed at, Ra- at our RAR thing that I want to explain to you, but it's so much more fun remembering <laughs> that you didn't get them. <laughs> the other fun one similar to that I heard was, uh, I don't remember what con it was, and I don't remember who I heard the story from, so it may actually have been Ashton for all I know. Um, uh, they were talk- this, this group of people were talking about who they want as their GOH. Someone says, uh, I think they said, someone said Kyle Gold. The response that this person gave was, Kyle's been to everything. He's, done, he's been to GOH here, 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 here. But I know someone who's, who I don't think has ever been a GOH before. You know who we should get? We should get Tim Sussman. Well, that was the Ethercom Board of Directors, and that was one of, our, so one, of, uh, one of our people recommending it, and I had to tell him, so that is Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> But I told most of you guys my epiphany last night. Um, Kyle was guest of honor at my first convention, which was Confuzzle 2013. And um, he came up to me and said, oh, I want to talk to you about the story submitted to New Fables. Like, what? Why would you know or care about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it, it's so fun, but um, that actually staff, that particular Anthrocon staff member works for Furthermore. But, um, but, but so you were, what was your favorite panel to teach? Oh, this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Let's talk about that over here. The erotica with our massive auto. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Yep. Yep. What? There was yep. two people that weren't people, in, basically people in this room or yeah. of the equivalent staff. People either sitting on the panel or not on the panel just because there weren't enough seats to go around and heckling. So it was a round table basically almost. Yeah, so it was basically a round table. And there were two people in the room, one woman, one person that I was that we were consistently fielding questions from and saying, do you have any questions for us? And it basically turned really into nice. a... They were very engaged. Yeah. It was. And then I'm like, okay, I want to keep talking with you, but let's just cover our bases. Do you have any questions or are you just... Uh, are you just keeping them company? I'm just keeping them company. Okay, then back to you. What's the next question we can go for? I love those panels when panels turn into those rounds. Like, there, there's two types. There, there's an ultimate fear when you have a very small panel attendance. And, JD, this is also to, to praise you. Because you, you work, the, you size the rooms appropriately, you had people, you had enough room that if there was a small attendance, it invited that kind of intimate conversation where it became a round table as opposed to being a giant lecture. Um, so that's actually a great experience you guys had where you you had those moments where it went from panel lecture to round table. God, I'm putting on my academic hat. Which is, <laughs> which is not bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now before I really interrupted the original question, please, back to what was your actual favorite panel to Gee, teach? Well, I mean, yeah. it's been three days and Friday is a very distant memory. So uh, my most recent memory is the panel on tension and conflict that significant Otter and I and it turned out it was the last panel of the con. It was the last thing before everyone went into the closing ceremony. And yeah, it was. Uh, I guess we had an audience of about ten, which is about the right size. I think everyone got a shot. It wasn't overwhelming for the panel or for the audience. Yeah, actually, everything was. I was somewhat surprised at how well attended everything is that wasn't up against a brand new dance. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would say my favorite panel, I think, was the fantasy panel, which partially because I was dragged up on it, which was kind of just funny because I was I was ready to just sass and start fielding, just pitching things, and I was like, okay, because you, you would tents, have you say. killed us. Yeah, but uh. It was not even funny because I'm over here like I I know writing I understand world building I've listened to enough feedback on it I'll, I'll help with that but I actually haven't been published in fantasy. Someone reminds me yes you have, <laughs> like near the end of the panel it's like no wait. Yeah you wrote that thing. Yeah that Beauty and the Beast one that was fantasy I'm like. Fuck you're right it is I do have fantasy on my belts. <laughs> I will be. I was actually when they told me that I was going to be on the panel, and I realized you were on it. I was actually worried because I didn't want to. I, I, I was. I actually am slightly intimidated by you. Oh my god, I'm very intimidated by you. Really? Yeah. Why? You're bigger than me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why. I'm intimidated by a lot of the world, by the way. But you, but you, I, your pedigree is. I actually am very intimidated by you, right? Because your style is something that I wish I could get quite. I could get something similar down, but I never really have been able to. And um, Yana speaks so highly of you. It's like, wow, I, I, I was actually nervous about being on the panel with you. Wow, I mean, I, I don't like leading panels. If I'm trying to front it, I stall and stammer a bit. I'm best if somebody else is in charge and leading the questions, and I'm off to the side, throwing in snarky one-liners and putting them off. <laughs> so the, 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 the panel, the publishing panel went well, went perfectly then. Yes, it was <laughs> ideal. 
come to, in here to think I was worried about you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were the one I was worried about. You, TJ. It's like, oh my god, I'm throwing TJ up there with two high-power literary people in the free world. See, but, but, but TJ is... 99% sense, so it was not going to have a problem. I, I mean, you, you literally put um, you, you literally put the young bitter queen with the old bitter queen. That's the actual queen. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you literally have a battle of three queens. Young, young bitter, old bitter, and the queen. Your majesty. Thank you, Kent. Her majesty secret. And we did not have her majesty secret service available. Oh. No, Sparf came in later. Yes, yes it did. But honestly, most of the time when I was doing for Smitten Publishes, I'm like, I've heard all of these horror stories already. Let me go ahead and see if I can jumpstart the memory from that slush pile. Do you remember this story? Do you remember this story? Please tell that story because it was a fantastic story. 17 times you gave him an opportunity? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I actually looked up those emails last night because I was, I was, um, oh, dear. it was 4.30 this morning and I couldn't sleep. And I, Giannis and Hayoka had gone to bed, so I, I, I couldn't wake them up. And um, I was reading over those emails, and I'm going, wow, I'm not even this nice to people I actually like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slush pile horror stories. I need to slush more so I can have some slush horror stories. It's, it's kind of funny. It's not worth it. It's, <laughs> worth it it's kind of funny, like, I don't judge the stories for Rar anymore, but I still have to gatekeep which is really weird. And so there are like a few moments where I've looked at stories and it's like, oh boy. So that gets, it's interesting too, but it, it, it happens everywhere, the, the slush horror. I'm slowly trying to build up that experience. Uh, for better or for worse. For better or for worse, yes. And uh, I'm uh, slushing for an anthology currently and it's, I've gotten a, I've gotten a couple of doozies. Uh, have you gotten it's shaped like Squidward's house yet? I have not gotten shaped like Squidward's house yet, uh, but uh, stars, <laughs> countless upon countless stars. Fuck you! Believe it or not, I've been around the fandom for a long time too. Mm-hmm. Um, I got in in like two thousand one, so. Oh, my poor sweet child. Yeah, I, <laughs> I do. I remember a lot of the old authors and. Stuff like that. I was gonna say that was actually my first exposure to furry. It was like in two thousand one, two thousand two. Mm-hmm. But like I, I wasn't very active. I didn't have an FA until two thousand nine. I think it's ninety seven for me. FA didn't okay, exist. I was going to say I may not be the. Yeah. Hmm? But I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not the most great Oh yeah, because it was what two thousand nine. Uh, I yeah, had a con bad from when I was under eighteen years old. My mother made for me that was about ye, uh, for, for reference at home about two square feet. That lit up and said, "I am jailbait." <laughs> hey, uh, for what panels you went to, Circle? What was your favorite one? All three of them. <laughs> the one where I wasn't in accounting jail. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I do. Apparently, now my life is accounting and numbers and getting banged in the butt by my debits and credits. <laughs> Which Mog still has to write. I'm not writing that. Yeah, you are. I'm not. I'll write it. Okay. You have to hey, write the other. Okay. So here's the thing. Them. So here's the thing. So, <coughs> so we were hanging out on like Friday evening, and somehow I convinced him that he had to write this story, and then 
suddenly I unconvinced him because I said, hey, and it would be awesome because then Chuck Tingle might notice, and then you could team up with Chuck Tingle and write more teabags-like stuff. And then he was like, oh, no, no, I can't do it then. Knowing me, that would actually happen to me. Like, Chuck Tingle would actually start paying attention to him and be like, we want to collaborate. But yes, if you would like to write that, that would be amazing. What is this teabags thing? The best and greatest story on gift star or so furry it has 25 things that make it 25 key things that make it great oh no, this is dark and <laughs> yes. yes oh that's right dark and i had to compare notes we actually have something worse than that yeah <laughs> I, I yeah I've, I've heard that i find it hard to believe of course you know i did it i did it on purpose um, the story I'm referring to is called Squeak Bat the Conqueror, written by Havoc. And Havoc, this this may be left in because Havoc wrote the story intentionally to be awful. It was written on 3x5 index cards. Mm-hmm. And you were given instructions oh. mm-hmm. to toss the index cards in the air, pick them up because the order didn't matter. Uh, <laughs> note card 37J contained a uh, antler tentacle hentai rape scene of Susan Deere's antlers becoming uh, tentacles and raping Kage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This was read publicly at closing ceremonies of Anthrocon that year. <gasps> oh, wow. Ooh. It won Iron Author Battle of the Disasters. Insert eating pepper dramatically here. <laughs> wow. So, we need to get Chuck Tingle to be a guest of honor. <gasps> yes. yes. They would do it. Because do it. Th- there's a lot of anthropomorphism in yes. Chuck yes. Tingle's work. Yes, there is. <laughs> oh, he is totally a, a writer of anthropomorphism. And, and oh, then yes. we would get... Pounded in the butt by the Percy Parade. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so it's going to take forever to get started, and it's going to go on and on and on? Oh, no, no. Getting pounded in the butt by the elevator, because this is elevator con now. <laughs> really, you do have elevator problems that rival anthrocons. Oh, yeah. And your hotel's not even nearly as big. No. Pounded in the butt by the elevator queue. Well, so, I suppose that's a good thing of being in the part of the hotel we were in with the noisy block, where we were in the very back. Well, we didn't have to deal with the elevator at all. Well, hopefully that won't be a problem next year. Yep. Yes. New venue. Yep. New venue. Moving to... So now you will have seen three different hotels that Furthermore has been in. So it's like fallback to earlier conversations of uh, the novel that Mog is not writing. Do you have a, do you have your story draft for the betting anthology as of our alumni? Yep. Fantastic. Um, we, we, we need help for the second volume. We also need an editor. Wait, are you telling me that I actually have to do something? Um, only if you want to, because we came up well. well I didn't even know there was a raw anthology that I was supposed to be working okay, on. Okay, so that was communicated in the Slack, which you would know if you joined the Slack with the link that I sent out to the alumni mailing list. <laughs> do you really think I have time to read my email? <laughs> what do you mean you you read your own email? I thought I thought Aoka you read it for you. No, I have a new assistant, and regrettably, she's a terrible typist. No. Well, Kaya has problems understanding oh, okay. that cat email is appropriate. Oh, yeah, well... No, so wait, when, when was I supposed to have something written for this? It's uh, uh, the Raw Alumni event is when we're going to be doing it. Oh, okay, so you guys are already plotting and planning. We're, That's we're, we're, I, I'm like hardcore wait, wait, planning Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, So, you, backpedal, do you, know, do you know Betty? Do you know that whole story relating to Raw? You don't know who Betty is, do you? Oh, you've got to tell the story now. Year three, Mar, please, go. Uh, you, uh, Crap, I am the only year three here. <laughs> yes, you are. So, Betty was a black rooster snake and she wasn't supposed to be there. Basically, she was a character that was put into the story 
and then the author realized, oh, well, this character isn't really doing anything for the story, so I should edit them out, but they never did. So, when we were all doing our reviews of the story, every single person, including Kyle and Ryan, hey, I mentioned... Wondered, hey, I actually have those critiques. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually mentioned, we don't really understand why Betty's here. And it was, it was doubly funny, because Gullwolf caught it right before she went to bed the night before the critique. She's like, oh, damn it, I meant to take her out. Oh, well, it's too late now. <laughs> and... Year three was a lot more vocal in open social media spheres, like on Telegram. So some Moogle over here basically told all of the Furry Writers Guild about Betty. And so we started rolling. Like, I actually met her at MFF, and the first thing I asked is, how's Betty? <laughs> Are we writing an entire anthology of where there's a character that does not, that Betty just observes the story happening around her? Honestly, it's up to you, because my thought is, is, is the alumni would have a story that would be published and it would be it would be edited and all of the proceeds from that will go towards the workshop to basically do things like provide financial aid, travel assistance, help fund programs since we have a bunch of programs that we're expanding to now that we're actually a 501c3, all this all this other stuff. And the idea was is that this anthology would do that. Well, the Betty anthology thing in my in my mind originally was kind of a nice way to say Hey, Goldwolf, like, this thing was a joke, but it's not a joke anymore. Like, this is actually a really cool thing that you ended up coming up coming up with, even if you just stumbled on it by accident. Like, it's, it's kind of a neat thing. So the idea was that the Betty anthology was going to be... Goldwolf was actually going to have some light editorial control or some editorial control so that basically what she could do is she would have the foreword or the little blurb before every story. And she would have a story in the anthology. And it would be about characters that weren't supposed to be there, or, or like in your case, a twist on it where it's like, well, here where they all where they all went. So that was the original thought. And we're not going to talk about the whole tea bags requiem, right? I was actually going to reference that too because oh, okay. that also ran with it. Yeah, we have a second volume. Okay, we're joking about a second volume that sometimes jokes get too far and actually start happening. Um, it started off as actually I like the twist that I heard someone come up with. It started off as a joke about Mog. Uh, what was the fantasy panel? Yes. You're talking there, saying something along the lines of Sparf pulls out his ice cream scoop and says to Mog, if you don't go back in time and fix this, I'm going to eviscerate you with this now. Yeah, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I, I have it here. Wait, you need a story about Miss... Okay, I got a story that's mostly written right now. I'll be done in about an hour. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm typing... For those of you who can't see, I'm obviously mimicking typing with my fingers in the air because I'm recording the story in my brain of the Isle of Lost Characters. Nice. Or actually, it's called The Waiting Room of the Damned. I don't even have a full plot yet. So I have, oh, I have a loose literally, the characters in my brain who have been sidelined from stories are going... Why don't you talk about the godforsaken hold music we listened to for decades <laughs> while we sit here? <laughs> so, um, this actually, let me kind of snag that for a second, I'll hit play. So, this is for a little bit more of the reference itself.
So that there were additional comments as well. And basically my response was, could we make it an anthology? Maybe everyone writes the same story or a slice of it from their character's perspective. Call it Teabag's Requiem of a Nightmare or something <laughs> silly like that. And then, and then my idea was, all my stories could be vignettes about being trapped in a counting jail. And the stories could all take place over the span of three days in a convention. And the very last one is me finally getting out but coming and coming to help, but it's too late. <laughs> you people are very, very disturbed. So can I get help with the link to the Slack channels again? Yes, I can give it to you. Apparently I'm missing a lot. Yes, you are. Do any of you even notice I'm not there? Yes. Yes, they do. Again, before like this weekend, you were one of the intimidating ones that weren't in the room. Is there anyone in this room who wasn't intimidated by me? Me. <laughs> but I've known Thank you Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say me, but I've known you. But he hasn't known him for a while, too. Oh, never mind. I was going to say, he's never submitted to you, though, so that doesn't count. Fair point. I mean, I already know that he would reject any work that I said submitted to him, so it's Year fine. two of Furthermore. Submit and publish panel. Did you do one? I think you did. Was I a little mean to people <laughs> that day? Oh, you were talking about the, the slush piles that you, you'd done in the past. Not for furry publishers. Oh, yes. No, 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 maybe no, 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 what the fuck, no, 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 what the fuck, no, 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 yes. Yeah, how many, how many thousand words or pages was it a week? 30,000 plus. Page, 30,000 plus pages? Yeah. A week, I would read. Yeah, man, you think, like, slush reading in the in the fandom is rough, like you tried doing it in mainstream. Not for, well, the closest thing I've heard of is in mainstream. You get a paragraph if you're lucky. If you keep going, we read everything. We read every page. Uh, do you mind if I ask what mainstream magazines? You can say no, and I will respect that. I, I will say politely no. Okay. But um, no, we read almost everything. Like we we were required to give it a fair shake because we were handling general opening. We were doing during general open. We would do everything. Um, during non-peak, we would do paragraphs, but it was, um, we would read all everything, and we, we didn't even get a say. If we said yes, it's allowed to go to someone else who would most likely say no. I heard it was one of the big ones, though, right? Yeah, it is yeah, one well, of the big ones. I enjoyed that career very much, and then I realized I hated reading that much. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now. Well, reading that much stuff that you didn't really yeah. love. Yeah, uh, I mean, it also killed my ability to create anything new, because literally I would start writing, rewriting people's ideas, going, this could be so much better if I do it. I, I, I can agree with that because uh, I used to build race cars and so I thought, eh, you know, I'll be a mechanic. You know, I'm a little bit of a gearhead. I can turn a wrench. And uh, so I went and got my ASC certification in brakes and started doing like general tune-ups and stuff like that at uh, car shops. And then I never wanted to work on my own cars anymore. So I was like, well, this ain't for me. Yep. I still have all the line edits for all that stuff for Gold Wolf Story. I, I want to see those. Please send those to my private account. Uh, I you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are cold. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Mod Moogle, what was your favorite panel? Uh, my favorite panel was um, actually Plot. Uh, we had a pretty good turnout. We had a lot of uh, audience engagement with the panel. So, I mean... <laughs> 
no funny stories or anything to tell. I just really enjoyed the panel, and I felt like I knew what I was talking about sometimes. <laughs> that was a very well-attended panel. I mean, I went in even though I had to leave halfway through because, oh, all the other writers have said they're going for lunch now. There'll be nobody in the audience for this panel. There were loads of people. Did you talk about the plot orgasms? We did, yes. Good. <laughs> I gave them special disp dispensation to talk about that. Good. It <laughs> actually was a fascinating point. I had not heard of that concept before. Maybe I had heard I had heard of the male and female plot. I hadn't heard it described as eloquently as Ash did it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you true. were actually the first one I ever heard discuss that at Anthrocon. Oh, um, it's actually a big part of my creative writing uh, creative writing background was that I was actually covered at university was the construction of the male and female plot, and especially as it relates to uh, screenwriting and teleplay. And Star Trek was always used, Star Trek The Next Generation was used as the deconstruction of that, where there's the episode plot, and then there's the interpersonal continuation plots, where you could always tell there was the, the A and the B plot, and the a, B plot is always female modeled, and the A plot is the main uh, plot of the event, which is the male model. And it was just because attention by the writers was given to the A and the B plot because they were just written in that order for the for the scene. But um, all novels, short stories, everything, the most successful novels have A and B plots. The most successful short stories have A and B plots because there's some points to keep you interested. As a Star Trek fan, I had never realized that until you pointed that out. I knew about the A and B plot, but I never knew about following the different models and it's suddenly clicking and my mind has been blown. The best models to see it in are the Loxana Troy episodes because Loxana is the B plot device. Yes. I have actually done dedicated watchings of just her episodes. Yeah, she, she is, is a, fantastic. She's a B plot and she knows it but she ties into the A-plot at key points to raise that tension bar while she's having her own moment. Yes. Michelle Barrett, right? Yep. Yes. So, who is also the voice of the computer. The voice of the computer, yes. So, and Gene Roddenberry's wife. Yes. Well, ex-wife. Ex-wife. Yes. Yes, I did forget. I thought that she divorced him at some point. The, yeah, they got divorced. They got divorced and I thought they got remarried because she was there at his death. Uh -huh. They, even if they were separated, they were pretty much inseparable because... She controlled everything when he passed away. Right. Because her, her, when she when she got it, it was Michelle Barrett Roddenberry. Mm. I'll have to look into that. I'm a trick. I should know this. I'm a I'm a huge Trekkie too. Their remains were also launched into space together. Yep. So that's sweet. They were at least still good, very close. Yeah. 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 So who's next to answer the question of favorite panel? That would uh, technically be me if we're going clockwise around the room, even though as. Someone who is usually behind a dealer's table at most of these events, selling books. I only got to go to a handful. I think Submit and Publish was really good. Um, it, there's kind of a tie for favorite moment specifically. When I completely inadvertently, without knowing said rules, as a book vendor, discussing submitting and publishing books, unironically, jokingly said, Buy my books! Buy my books! And then proceeded to have the entire panel drink. Much to my amusement and surprise, because I did not realize that was a rule. Which I have now been informed of such. <laughs> and then immediately following said panel, just the, the mere creation of the phrase, Teabags 3, menage a toi. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I did say that, didn't I? Yes, you did. I think I forgot about that one, or I wasn't there. I tweeted, no, you, were you were there, there. I was drunk. Yeah, I believe it. Again, buy our books. Buy our books. 
So there is a two. There's not a three yet. Four. So that is that is a plausibility. Tea bags, one. requiem of the nightmare. No, that that that's an anthology. <laughs> well, te- technically, there is a tea. Technically, tea bag squared is tea bags three. But it's labeled second, and your your no no no. It's no. labeled tea bag squared. Psh, details. Considering this is tea bags, I don't think the numbering system has to make. <laughs> oh, to make it better. So tea bags is it's a short read. It's just one paragraph. Yeah, it covers about, if you double space it, uh, seven pages, if you remember right. <laughs> Do we need to read it again? I, n- no. no. You've never read it in the first place. Oh, exactly. Damn it, turning into a frog would not be useful. <laughs> Unfortunately, he used punctuation and capitalization. Otherwise, it would have been... It would have been like E.E. E. Cummings shat on the page. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody email me this. I will read it on my phone. Uh, uh, no, I'll link, be, it, I'll yeah. link it to you. Because the reason being, I'll be in first class anyway. They'll keep bringing me wine. <laughs> <laughs> so if you happen to get, if you if you if you're feeling really really like you want to hurt yourself, uh, what the fox has <laughs> the list published? Though it's missing two rules. Missing two. Yeah. Even though it's labeled as twenty five, I think only has twenty. No, it's not labeled. It just says it's, a it's list. just the list. The list. Yeah. Um, missing two of the rules. Um, Followed by Teabags. Teabags' spiritual successor, which has Professor Mogg, and another, uh, written by a completely different author. It has self-insertion, which made a certain other person in the room scared of a fox because of stud mayo. God, that's where that came from. Yeah, that's, where, that's where stud mayo came from. Oh my god. I guess we know R4's thing. <laughs> no. Actually, no. Kyle forgot about it because I tried to put someone on the spot after Smitten, not Smitten, after uh, RAR, the RAR panel last year. I Oh, yeah. I took them out to dinner and strategic, oh, not dinner, sorry. I offered to take them, or we went to lunch together. <laughs> and I went out of my way to strategically position people to where Kyle was to one side of me, which that just didn't really matter. But the fact that the open seat was right across from Kyle and he was the only one who hadn't sit yet. So he told me ahead of time, I'm so nervous to be around Kyle. What if you remember stud mail? <laughs> I sit him down across from Kyle. And then it gets better because then not only do I, I then proceed to, so what are your feelings on mayonnaise? <laughs> His response is, I don't really care for the product at all. I'm like, oh, he was actually really worried that you like could never eat it again after reading his story aloud. It's like, what are you talking about? Um, can you read it? Stud mayo. Oh, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something. And then, and then the conversation just carried on as natural. I swear that man is British. I swear. You didn't have him. You didn't. Yeah. You're going to make me tell that story. Oh, which story? <laughs> so that was what? Two or th- I think it's three TF Texas Furry Fiestas ago. He beforehand comes into the slack and is like, hey, I'm doing this fa- uh, terrible fiction reading panel with Matthew Evil. Send us stuff. So I did. Kind of thinking about tea bags and a bottle of vodka. I wrote a story and sent it. And then I forgot about it. TFF goes by. I don't hear anything. It's like, okay. Life is good. The Wednesday- so he thinks. <laughs> the Wednesday after... That Texas Furry Fiesta, hanging out in the slack, just shooting the shit, talking about who the fuck knows what. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Kyle pops on after I've just made some smart-ass comment. 
Isn't the Furry Writers Guild Slack or Yeah, on the Furry Writers Guild Slack. I really need to use that thing. We also they yeah. they don't pay for the upgrade version so it loses stuff like after so, ten thousand messages so, or something yeah. like that. I really need to use like this every thing. day pretty much. Yeah. yeah. My work doesn't do that either, so So I've just made some smart ass comment in response to someone and then Kyle pops on message pops up, stares at JD's name. <gasps> dot 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 dot. You. <laughs> I like never get this kind of communication Ooh. from Kyle. You're responsible for one of those terrible things I had to read. <laughs> I mean, it could have been worse. You could have been saying that after like a heat slush. <laughs> oh. So you guys are aware that like I barely ever talk to Kyle. Like I, I will sometimes send him a message and I won't get answers for weeks and weeks and weeks. Like you guys talk to him far more than I do. You should join the Slack chat. You'll talk to him more there. I used to send messages on Slack. We were always both so busy. Awkward silence. And we'll cut it up. Over over to the awkward silence section of the room. We got awkward silence, awkward silence, awkward silence. I guess this is the part where I talk about the panel that was most memorable for me. Go for me. You've been nominated. Go. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're, tra- you're trapped now. You cannot escape. Okay. I think for me, uh, the most memorable one, oh, memorable one for me was the kink panel, mostly because uh, I didn't know I was going to be on the kink panel until about like <laughs> a couple of weeks or so, a few weeks or so beforehand. And I said, uh, JD messaged me and asked me if I would swap from erotica to kink, and I said sure, even though I've actually never attended or spoken on a kink <laughs> panel before. So uh, it was definitely a learning experience, but it was nice because I, I had a couple of drinks and I got to talk about uh, kinks that I have. You, you, can, you can thank the audit for that, by the way. <laughs> so we popped your cherry on that one. Hey! Yeah. So the audit saved. You, you can always just message me if you With have Pokemon. questions. I know you think I'm a horrible, scary person. And also intimidating. He, he, can, he can fill in lots and lots of blanks. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. I, I literally wrote, to be honest, I literally panels. wrote the book on that panel. Okay. Literally I mean, wrote a book on that panel. There's a book. No. Yes, no, that's that's not Can I get a copy of this book? This one's interesting. Yeah. No, oh, you already you already know which books of his you want. But, but just yes, joking aside, because it's a really good kink panel. Yeah. It's very friendly and approachable. Yeah, I, I enjoy I being there. I definitely enjoyed doing it, and if it was if most kink panels were at like two in the morning, I could see myself uh, potentially doing more in the future. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so but you uh, showing up, uh, Ash, was awesome because you definitely just like kicked ass at like talking about kink. You definitely sounded not just like you knew your shit, but you knew how to actually communicate the shit. That's Ash. Yeah, no, that's Ash. I, 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 I appreciate it. It comes from years of wanting to be an English teacher and learning how to run a classroom. It's a really useful skill. It takes time to develop as a panelist, and when you get it, you get it. And you're, you, were, you guys are well, you're well on your way for that. It, the, the problem, when I, when I walked in, and I'm not going to say problem, but the big thing going on with the panel was is that you were there was some over-explaining happening, and people were getting lost in the very tight, very rapid speech that was coming out, like, uh, I'm going to help you here, I'm going to make this, I'm going to let the room breathe and refocus this a little bit, and then I, like, I, and then I disappeared because I had somewhere else to go, but you guys were, like, I popped in in case there was a crisis, and I'm like, nope, they're good, I walked off. Um, you guys were doing great. It's just um, you'll get it. The more you do these types of panels, and the more comfortable you come with yourself as a person, the easier it is to talk about that kind of stuff. I, definitely. I mean, I 
only started doing panels about uh, a year or so ago, and uh, those of you who don't know me, I'm very socially uh, shy and not great at talking in front of people, but I've noticed that I've gotten a lot better at talking on panels as, uh, as I've done them. I remember how quiet you were at RAR 1, and you were so nervous. And by the end of it, we got you laughing and joking, and it was great because it was so great seeing you coming out of your shell. Thank you. I mean, it was great coming out of my shell uh, at, the, at the retreats. Crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was also, I mean, we, we, it dawned on Yana Spark Night later, much later, why ever, like, you and you and uh, Remy were both so, like, it's like, because Yana Sparf and I had lived together for years. We had known each other for the better part of a decade. So it was like, I remember you two over there. <laughs> and we had just had like a 12 hour conversation in 10 seconds. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Remy and I were definitely the, uh, the newbies in the room. So uh, getting to be in that sort of environment was just like maybe overwhelming at times, but uh, still amazing. Apply to Roar. Apply to RAR. Apply to RAR. Apply to RAR. Wait, is there one from? Is there at least one person from every class here? One, there is. two, yes. three, four. All four. from every class. Mm -hmm. Well, four. Uh, yeah, two. Uh, they're pending. Two ones. Yeah. yeah two, two fours. Ones, two one fours. Two. One two. And one three. Well, and keep in mind their class hasn't happened yet. So yeah, hasn't yet, but they're they're going to they they're are going to be part yeah. of four. And they both said yes. So, yeah, they're candidates. I mean, wait, I didn't say that out loud. That's not official. No. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he tweeted about it. That's so why I said never mind. Yeah, you liked that tweet, TJ. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> how, am not, how am I not let others oh, right? I don't keep up on social media. It's probably for the best. Social media successful. <laughs> of savings. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the abyss. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and they've showed me that now, and I feel like that's like our, uh, our unofficial writing group uh, introduction to any new member. Yep. No, how to use the calendar as your introduction. Oh my god. <laughs> the reason you were on that panel, you can thank Otter for that. Oh. Originally it was supposed to be the three of us on that panel. But then some other writing staff person said, I've never been published in Erotica before. I should be on the kink panel instead. Can we trade? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I'm talking about sex either way. It's either, either way, tab A is still going into slot B. It's just, how is it getting there? I believe the exact wording was, you three have been in heat. Giggity. Phrasing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, that's that's the stories of the anthology, so. <laughs> to be fair, I've never had a story in heat. Giggity. You still had something amazing in heat. You yes. won an award for it. You uh, have a plush lion. Not only are you the best and greatest author, you're an award-winning best and greatest author. <laughs> you collected a fandom-based award for from an erotic anthology. For a poem. Yeah. And? <laughs> How many people can say they're in heat? phrasing anymore. Let's see. In this room, one, two, three, four. Four can Ash, I don't think you've been in heat yet, have you? Oh my god, you're really gonna ask him that. <laughs> okay, then four. five. One, two, three, four. Okay, so we got over half the room that five. There goes my numbers. Which uh which which heats uh were they? They were some of the earlier ones. I don't know, I've never been in heat, so well, I think I count as minus one because I've just not been published. You I have never actually appeared in heat because I've always been busy around the deadline. The glorious thing, you know that deadline's gonna open. At some point. Doesn't mean you can't write a story now. I mean, you already got half, if not more, of one already written out. Actually, I just finished that one. You're not allowed to submit that one. That one's for us. <laughs> I mean, he can submit it wherever he wants. He does what he wants. He's a strong, independent tiger. 
True. <laughs> True. You you weren't in heat. I thought you, you don't were need in no heat. Rat. Three. <laughs> no, no, no. My apologies. Nope. I I have never actually been published in heat. I would love to be, but I have never had time. And Dark Ed sends me a personal reminder every year, going ahem, ahem, ahem. So uh, cameo. What was? Awkward transition, but it was amazing. <laughs> so if this was Fangs and Fonts, there's our opening right there. <laughs> so husband of mine. Uh, what was your uh, favorite panel or most memorable cotton moments? The train wreck that started the science fiction panel. Oh no. Or followed by the Oh thank you, Spark, for coming back. <laughs> yeah, so I, for those that weren't there, what happened? I, I wish that I had been able to go to that panel because so, yeah. yeah, so it was originally going to be me and Seer, and then mm-hmm. Sparf got added, then Seer got food poisoning and couldn't be here. And so it was just gonna be me and Spark. And then then he they gave him the wrong item from the art show. And so he had to go back and exchange his item during the panel, oh. right at the beginning. Oh. So he, he came in, I was just like, hi, my name is Barf. I've been in this and this and this, and, and I'm going to go and do this thing. <laughs> I was just like, do I need to pull out my paper from grad school on science fiction? Because... If you asked if I would care to jump in on this. Yeah. Movie. I was like, no, I don't really like horror or science fiction, thank you very much. I'm glad up there. I'm so sorry. Like I just finished my first science fiction story. Yeah, that is one thing I'll say that I did. I did enjoy being on a panel with you. While I have a lot of a, a decent amount of real world applicable experience with publishing and with reading and and taking in other forms of learning material, you have the smart paper, and that is a different, a very different perspective on so many different things. Like. The how quickly you hit, you had a document open on fantasy genres. I have. Ask me sometime of, later of about on all of his papers that I had the pleasure of editing for so, him. So, so caveat, it was interesting as a panelist who doesn't live with this. Yes. I see why it would drive you up a wall. Oh, it doesn't drive but, me up a wall. It's just over my head and I do my best. <laughs> well, that, copy editing in that case is, is actually easier, if anything. Exactly. I have no idea what's being said. These are words. That word doesn't make sense here, but I can't tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> You've basically surmised half of the comments. I leave him in his word docs. <laughs> as long as you're using track changes, it's okay. I actually had someone at work ask me to look at their uh, 30, 60, 90 day plan. Um, do people in this room not know what that is, out of curiosity? <coughs> I know a lot of people died under the five year plan. <laughs> <laughs> so at my job, they, they want. When you apply for a team lead in my call center, one of the things they want you to do is create a 30, 60, 90 day plan. What are you going to do in the first 30 days? What are you going to do in the first 60 days? What are you going to do in the first 90 days? Oh, that crap. <laughs> so she asks me to look at this because everyone knows I'm the writer. I'm the one who got my smart, my smart paper and spinning bullshit. So let me go ahead. You want me to go ahead and look at these words and see how these words sound in a professional manner? Cool. Let's go for it. She hands me a paper. I'm like, okay, um, looking at this, I want to actually leave you comments, and I'm not handwriting my chicken scratch. Send it to me an email. First thing I did is double space it right away because writing is screwed. <laughs> Mr. Uh, track lead. Yes. Yes. Uh, regale us. Yes, I have to pick my favorite child now. Yep. <laughs> Kill all the others. <laughs> yeah, basically. Kill your darlings. No, it was been published because that was uh, originally submitted with someone to said they were going to try and come. Try. Yes, and then I waited and waited and waited, and it's like a week before, it's like, yeah, not coming. So I was in scramble mode for that one, but it turned out 
wonderfully. That was good. It was. It was a very good film. Mm -hmm. That was also when I was scared of you. <laughs> ask you, hey, could you be on my panel, please? <laughs> a couple of panels, somebody's asked me a question and I've answered it, and I didn't know the answer before it came out of my mouth, and now it's really helping me. So. <laughs> if you think back to one of the old adages you want to learn something, teach it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was those who can do, those who can't. Ouch! Oh, oh, that's fired. Why don't you go sleep in your truck tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 no matter, I can't, I was going to say, you don't want to be in Fang ever again, but that's not, yeah. That's not. I will admit, that is a very blue-collar attitude, but, you know, I've always been a blue-collar kind of guy. I thought the fantasy panel you were on was pretty good. I think it went better than the last fantasy panel you were on. <laughs> <laughs> a rule was created because of that. So what do you think, JD? <laughs> hold on, hold on, See, hold on. I didn't say anything. I just you, no, you didn't. I, I didn't. just stared at him, <laughs> just like so. So, what do you think, JD? I think you want me to do two shots. <laughs> <laughs> if only there was booze in the room. Oh wait. Ah, <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, that one was. I uh, honestly, I don't know if I'll do fantasy again personally because. Oh, it was a good. But you write fantasy, JD. Like that. Like yeah, most of the stories that you have submitted to the writing group have fantasy elements, or or include them. You do kind of dabble into the science fiction as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. But like you, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> For the record, For that was not. Towards JD, that no. was towards his phone. I'm staring yes. at my phone. I'm sorry. I got an update about my accounting class, which is the other accounting dungeon that I'm in right now. <laughs> and they're like, this exam is due on February 25th. That day has what? <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it's like, you, you write a lot of fantasy, so... So I'm going to break in as the voice of experience having done these tracks for years. Um, I'm sorry. I keep doing that. I feel bad. Oh, no. Good. Any free pity? Um, the reason uh, I bring up is the fantasy panel is actually one of the worst panel is one of the hardest panels that Giannis and I ever had to try and schedule, and Giannis still hates scheduling it to this day. Um, it's because fantasy, unlike science fiction, uh, which there are plenty of very pop culture and structured and highly read and used reference reference materials, fantasy is so subjective and so much more difficult to deconstruct academically in many ways, and Cameo's going to glare at me, because I think you actually outranked me on the uh, smart people paper on this subject matter. I've never done fantasy. Oh. I've done sci-fi, I've done horror, okay. but like... My, my academic background ends at the master's level, so... I, I oh, that's where I am right now. Oh, good. There were, uh, until, I however did not finish until, my program. Until the fall starts. Okay, well, you outranked me still. You actually have your smart paper at master's level, I do not. <laughs> but I can at least come part of the way there uh, on that. But um, fantasy is hard to teach because also everyone wants to get into the nitty-gritty and the minutia of it. And at a convention, it's really hard to get all of those subtopics inside the fantasy genre digested in an hour. Uh, science fiction, there's a lot of things that you can... It, it, while it has those fiddly bits, you can group those fiddly bits and blow through them very quickly by talking about the uh, subtypes of science fiction, which on a larger scale there are less of. 
fantasy, people want to talk about that minutia. They want to talk about those S pieces of esoterica to their world building. And so you get mired in those details and the panel bogs down because everyone has very specific questions. And since fantasy is not really pop culture consumable as much as science fiction, you run out of references that the entire room is gonna to get to experience. And so fantasy has always been an awkward panel. It's one of those either you have to do it in a two hour block or you don't do it. What more cheese? A mouse wants cheese. I know, rat, thank you. <laughs> I was complimenting you. You insulted yourself. No, I disagree. Rats are social. Also, bark, 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 bark. So cheese, give me. <laughs> My husband. Well, well, what, what is the picture? The, the rat jumping in front of the cat to save the cat from being face planted with the cheese? You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I've seen that picture on Twitter. Yeah, because people have been like throwing cheese on cats or something. Yeah. What? <laughs> the cat reaction, you throw a piece of cheese yes. in it that has the picture and then the flat air, yeah. The cat's just like, what did you do here? Pretty much. I will murder your offspring for ten <laughs> generations. <laughs> More than that. More, well, more if you murder their offspring, how would they have future offspring? They'll let the first one live and then murder the subsequent ones. Cats are patient. We live forever. <laughs> we sort of do. We have children and they carry out our death wishes. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe. <laughs> but that's, that, that's my nutshell on fantasy being a complicated panel, particularly at a furry con, is because people want to get so involved in the little fiddly bits. Yeah. No, I definitely saw some of that. Mm -hmm. Definitely saw some of that. People trying to ask specific questions yeah. about how to do specific things, and it's like, yeah, we... It's more of like a general How do thing. I make a god character? Mm, yeah. oh, that god. And my response was, I'm sorry, that is too vague, honey. I cannot answer that question, and this is go not the Go to the character panel. They talked about... <laughs> yeah, and, and that's one of the reasons why... Um, so I noticed your writing track reminds me very much of a writing track that I used to know. <laughs> I have no idea why. <laughs> Gee, it's almost like I handed it off. I, well, I know why, but... <laughs> um, and that's actually one of the reasons why that panel disappeared in 2017, I think. I don't know, because I never actually look at the writing track schedule anymore. I, I, can't, I, speak, I can't speak for 17. I know it was there at 18, because I think, put, I think I got put back. But it's really really that was that a good panel. It's a hard one to do with less than, if you do it in an hour, it's got to be, I would honestly say, at least 90 minutes. I prefer two hours for fantasy genre panels. Like, like we walked out with so I walked out with so many book recommendations from Kyle. <laughs> oh, oh so, that's why it okay. went so well. So, so, let, so let's, can I first, things, was it, first things first before we go into this. All of you who thought that was a good panel, raise your hand. Honey, <laughs> uh, I love you, but no, that was a bad Which panel are we talking about? AC's Fantasy it? Last Year. If you want to mark this to remove No, that. no, 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 no. It's staying in. It had three people scheduled. I saw one, two, three. You? It was I, fun, I, but I was really there so. more for support. And it was okay. more... And, and Kyle Shush. Was Fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> if it's I have it was informative. Yes. Hold on, but... You're, you're well, go ahead. Uh, it, if it's the panel that I think it is, that you're, that's being referred to, it's something that's been stuck in my mind since the rules were brought up that 
I think, would propose a new rule. Oh, yeah, you broke a rule. I broke a rule, I think, in yeah. that I made a comment which ended up being replied to as, you should write that. <laughs> From Tim. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, I felt this big. I, I, was, oh, I was just like... Oh, oh God, I can't believe he's doing this in, that's, in yeah, guilt I, chat. That's yeah. like that's like a that that's almost like a well, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I, a writer's I, well, bless your heart. Yeah. So I, for Ash to properly explain and and for Husketeer, I believe. Let's go ahead and actually explain this. Do you want to explain the story? You got Kyle. So originally, <laughs> this was last year's AC. Mm-hmm. You um, bit. So originally on the schedule, it was supposed to be Kyle. Jay, and Ori. Ori, unfortunately, didn't make it to the panel that day. No, let me back up before. So I had seen Kyle and Ori together, so it's like they had chemistry, so it's like, cool. I will do what Husketeer says she likes to do and just sit there and make witty one-liners every now and again. I was like, hey, I'm going to be okay because I am social anxiety to the max and of course, as someone has alluded to, I did have a phobia about Kyle. <laughs> oh, is this going to be concerning? So, <laughs> yes, yes it is. So, because, so, Tim shows up on time, appropriately, as is Jay. When, at the time that morning, it just happened to be the two of them. And after texting, I was, I was trying to reach out to her, say, hey, Ori, are you going to make it? After a while, it was time enough to go ahead and start. At which point, I go, oh shit. So Kyle starts talking. And talking. And talking. And talking. And questions from the audience come up. And I do my thing. It's like, well, what if I like writing fan fiction but don't know how to like get that published? What can I do? He flips me off because he obviously knows I'm, I'm asking this question really for him, Jay, to get him to talk. And then he goes quiet, and Kyle starts talking again, and talking. So Kyle eventually turns to Jay and says, okay, so JD, I'm going to go and start asking you questions, and you're going to start answering, because that's how this is going to go now. <laughs> that man is saying. <laughs> and there was no malice in it, but it was one of those things where the whole, like, I think there were probably, as far as attendees go, there was half guild or guild-adjacent people, and then half actual room, and I think the guild or guild-adjacent people died and just game over kyle wins we can go home now <laughs> oh he is so good at that but it was one of those things where i think it was a light poke poke prod prod i'm teasing you but seriously let's get you talking and he did it turned from it was more like kyle wants to say this thing jay do you say the thing that he wants to say right now <laughs> and that has affectionately become kyling which we posted to Twitter at one point. Kyle responded, that is a lot more safe work than I was expecting. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, paraphrasing, but... I believe that's exactly what he said. Okay, so we got an hour and 40 minutes of raw audio. We should probably wrap this up, because this will probably cut down to about an hour mm-hmm. of a yeah. uh, podcast. So we want another hour, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we're, this might be a good call point, because I have work in the morning, and I can oh. drive back. Yeah. It's only 11.41 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yes, but we also have to do an interview with the Husky, and she's looking a little tired. We do. <laughs> Well, apparently that's all for this show, everybody. Good night, everybody. This has been Teeth and Typefaces. Excrement. Authors. Articulate. Sparf. You get the next one. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.
So long, and thanks for all the fish. Thanks for all the fish. Oh, thanks so much for coming, Ash. Yes, thank I, you. I, I, I.